Welcome. Thank you for listening to The Virtuous Woman by Zach L. Grace. Here we're discussing the journey to Christ as a mom and an entrepreneur. I hope you're encouraged. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. Today's topic is all about the weirdness and basically have you experienced it before? How do you know that you are in the wilderness? Um, one thing that I have learned for sure um, in my current process is that the wilderness over our lives, it's necessary. It's something that in order for you to get to another point in your life, you're going to go through this process. Um, and sometimes, a lot of times I've realized a lot of people, they don't like to experience the wilderness. What is the wilderness? So um, it can be a hard, a painful, a, a uh, traumatic experience. But in those moments, those are the moments like people don't like to feel. They find they try to find substance or go to other people rather than going to God with the issue, which really puts um, you in a cycle. Um, it, it, you're going to be in this cycle. You're going to be back and forth, uh, and you're going to be on multiple roller coasters. So why not go to a specific wilderness or go through something to get on the other side? And that just goes into like a, a couple of podcasts back when I kind of talked about have you passed the test. You have to keep going through certain things. I remember in Matthew when God was, uh, when the Holy Spirit, I'm sorry, and Matthew, when Jesus was going through it with the devil, he went into the wilderness for 40 days. And guess what? He got tempted by the devil. The devil just was nonstop. He kept coming, do this and do that and do that. And God was like, no, like it is written. Like, no, I'm not going to do that because you're not about to jeopardize me for my future. And one thing that I have learned when it comes down to the enemy, he's not fighting you for your now. He's fighting you for your future. So why not go through what you got to go through, experience it, and then allow God to lead and show you? Now, that's easier said than done. Yes, it is. But when you, I get this question all the time, like, how do you know you're not going back? Baby, I'm not going back. Like, it's nothing back there for me. Me going back is living a lower life for myself, and I'm not just about to do that. God doesn't want us living this way. If we just will seek him first, and we seek him first, you know, according to Matthew 633, seek first the kingdom of God and all the other things will be added unto you. That other stuff, you won't have to worry about. We will save ourselves from a heartache. We will save ourselves from hurt. And we will save ourselves from anguish and pain if we allow God to do a work in us and experience the wilderness. Like, people think that they're just supposed to, like, wake up and then be great. Like, no, it's a process for everything. And I always tell people, if, it's, if it ain't going wrong, something ain't right. So... If something's gone wrong, it wouldn't be natural if it didn't go wrong. But if you got something that is just appearing where it's just like everything is perfect, let me tell you, there is no perfect being. There is no perfect situation around here in this area. There is, it's just not. So when you catch yourself going in these stumbles of like, hmm, this is going too good to be true, yeah, you probably nine times you're probably right. So you might want to check on that, pray about that, say, Father, lead and show me. So today I wanted to really come on here and really show you guys three ways that you can get through your wilderness. Number one, allow yourself time to process these moments. And that is the issue. A lot of times, say for instance, you're dealing with a relationship or you something is ending um, relationship-wise, whether it be a friendship, uh, a relationship, a boyfriend, girlfriend, or a marriage. And that's something that I am experiencing right now. I'm going to the other side and like, I felt in my situation like I was fighting for my marriage, but it has to be two-sided. And if both parties are not fighting for something, it's a waste. So 
in order for me to move on, in order for me to move forward in my life, I have to let this go and let God's will be. Now, God hates divorce. He does. But he also wants us to live in peace. And that's one thing that I have to, I have to protect my peace. And so in order for me to protect my peace and uh, protect me from hurting anybody, let me, I'm going to just, I'm going to catch you on the flip side. You're a brother in Christ at this point, you know. And the fact that I can even have that conversation with him. It is a process, and I'm talking about this wilderness piece because I'm experiencing that right now, you know. I'm allowing myself to go through these moments. I'm allowing myself to grieve this marriage. I have been in a relationship with this man for seven years, and so I am currently going through that process and, like, allowing it, you know. And, like, we did a bunch of back and forth, but it just wasn't working. Why? Because, like I said, it was. it's always been one-sided. I never would have imagined that I was getting divorced. And the time where I feel like it was the prime um, the prime of my marriage, I felt like we were getting things. We were going on the side. I felt like things happened in place and everything happened for a reason. And it needed to happen because I needed to see some things and be shown some things. And I really saw everything that I needed to see. I'm going to say that, you know, um, like I said, I'm still going through the process, but I am allowing myself to go through that process. What does that look like? I'm healing. I'm healing and allowing myself to grieve if I need to grieve, cry if I need to cry, which I'm not going to lie, it hasn't really been too many tears. I did a lot of crying in 2019, so my tears are pretty much dried up. And if it is tears, it's tears of joy. <laughs> um, but just allowing myself to go through that process, trust me, I'm not sitting up here saying, like, it's humpy-dory, like, oh, my gosh, it's peaches and cream. I have my days. I have highs and lows. But let me tell you, my highs are way bigger than my lows. And I'm grateful to God that I know that he's with me. And when you know whose you are, there's not a devil in hell that can stop you or keep you back or hold you back or keep you in a confined area where that's just not the life that God wants us to live. Like, I have learned God just does not want us to live a certain way. He wants us to live in peace. He wants us to show love to people. And in order for you to do that, that means you have to be at your highest capacity. And that comes along with letting go of the old, allowing the new, you know, ending stuff for new beginnings. And starting fresh, whatever that means for you. So allow yourself time to process. So according to um, Ecclesiastics 8, 6, it talks about, like, you know, the process. It basically says, and I'm going to read it to you guys. Ecclesiastics 8, 6 states that, For there is a proper time and a procedure for every delight, though a man's trouble is heavy upon him. So for that you're going to have hard moments. It's not going to be peaches and cream. It's not going to be sunshines and rainbows all the time. You have to experience some highs and you have to experience some lows. So, like, I get the question, like, how are you doing? How are you really doing? I'm really doing fine. Like, there is nothing else that I can do to um, to help the situation. And, and God don't need no help. So, what is it that I need to be doing? Like, just straight up. Um, another thing that, uh, number two... Um, three ways that you can get through your wilderness is journal. Journal or go speak to somebody. Go see a professional. Like, these times are hard. Like, so your wilderness may be corona. Mine's not. I got a whole nother thing besides corona. You know what I mean? So your wilderness may just be corona because you've never experienced anything like this. I haven't experienced nothing like this. I don't think nobody have experienced anything to this magnitude, but I've had similar. So even with the rain, I was just telling my mom this Saturday, like, it rained so hard out here that the lights were flickering. I feel like the whole spirit was just like, your lights finna go off. And I felt it. I knew it was about to. But guess what? I didn't shake. I didn't move. I didn't hump. I didn't twist. 
if they was going to go off, I was in a moment of like, okay, they finna go off. And guess what? They did. I was sitting next to my window. The lights were still coming in from outside. And guess what? I sat in there and I had a moment with myself and God. And we just was just, I did some reading and I did some processing. And I allowed myself to kind of write out stuff, write out my thoughts and feelings and emotions. And people sleep on that. But that is one of the most important things to do. And if, you know, journaling isn't for everybody. It really isn't. I've learned that. But I have always been a journal. Um, I've had people come up to me and tell me, or like prophetic, well, prophets, they've come to me and said, you need to write down because you got a lot of stuff holding in. And I did. And me holding stuff in or anybody holding stuff in, if you don't know, you're harboring all those feelings and emotions, which is literally killing your physical being. Like you cannot have that stuff inside of you. You just can't do it. And if you do, you need to release it, give it to God and move forward. So journal self-care. And one of the scriptures I like to share with that one is Proverbs fifteen twenty two. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. So I knew when I was going through this process of, like, separation, the first process of me and my husband going through this, I didn't know what to do. But I knew I had people set in my life that were married 30, 40 years. Okay, help me out because I wanted some understanding. And then I also knew I needed some help. I knew that I had issues. My husband knew he had issues. We have issues beyond one another. But just so happily, we brought them both into marriage. Now, my responses and his reactions were so different. It's just that we just two different breeds, and I get it and I understand it. Like, ain't no way I'm going to just let somebody dog me out, and I think that think that's okay. That's just not the way to live. I've always shared with my family and friends. It's just like, look, I'm trying to set an example for my son, and he is never, I'm never going to let him see a witness where it's like his mom being treated a certain way than she deserved. And and then at the end of the day, nobody's not going to treat him that way, and he's not going to treat somebody treat somebody that way so guess what for that I gotta walk away I gotta do what's best for me and that baby because if I don't I will be in jail so like I said this I would just rather let it be counseling has really helped me just talking up out loud expressing my thoughts freely with no judgment and journaling because I feel as though when I'm journaling I'm talking directly to the father I answer into all my journal entries father Abba father daddy God you know I'm identifying father I need your help please if you look at the scriptures and songs, there were songs is David. Like David was crying out, Father, help me, because I'm about to hurt somebody. And I felt that on so many levels. Like, <laughs> so that's where God wants us. He wants us to um, really seek him and really have that connectivity. And the only way that you can do that is, to be honest with you overall, is really to be still and to allow yourself to go through this process. Number three. Don't be hard on yourself. Oh, my gosh. This is one of the most hardest things that I had to do because um, I just I think my entire life. And I think I know going through therapy. I've just expressed a lot and I've come to the realization every after each process that I went through, whether it was heartache, broke breakups, friendships and stuff. ending, I didn't handle them well, meaning I didn't go out like killing people or anything, but I was instilling all of that stuff inside of me. And that is not healthy. When you're holding so much in, that is not healthy to your soul. That's not healthy to your body. So throughout this process, as I was going through the journaling and then also doing therapy, my therapist called me out and she was like, you got to stop being hard on yourself. What is that? It's because I want certain things a certain way. And when things don't happen to like A, B, and C, because it's out of my control, I'd be hard on myself like, you stupid. You should have. Well, I used to, you know. Hey, why did you do that? And that's being hard on myself. And that's where I had to come to a clear understanding. Do not be hard on yourself. We all make mistakes. 
how are we uh, how are you to learn if you don't make mistakes you got to have some type of like you gotta go through something so do not be hard on yourself we all experience heartache sometimes it's unexpected sometimes it's right in our face we may see it but you gotta go through it and it's only i realize when i'm going through stuff and anybody going through stuff it's guys trying to get your attention for something and he wants you to do something else like he is looking for you to do something so my thing is i always go to god father please show me what i need to learn from the situation what is it that i need to take away from this what are some of the things i need to work on within myself to um better have better relationships and guess what Every time, it may not come all like right in once, but God is going to show me exactly the tools that I need to succeed. Um, And so I did want to also share that, you know, when you give your life to Christ, all of this is a combination of it all. Like you, you, once you give your life to Christ, don't matter what situation that you're in, but once you give it your life to Christ, man, magic happens. And so God really put it on my heart to share with everybody, like basically, how to truly give your life to Christ because there's a lot of people that are saying God, 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 but he is far from their hearts. And so God put it in me to actually share some of the stuff that I've experienced. What are the things that I've gone through and how I know I'm not this faith. I don't have a wavering faith. I have faith in God. Yes, you, you may experience like a thought coming in you, but then you got to remember that's the, that's the enemy trying to come in and trying to distract you from what the Lord has you focused on. So anytime I've learned when the negativity is coming about, I know it's the enemy. Not saying that I'm over here trying to avoid issues or problems because I'm going to have the necessary conversations that I need to have with the people that need to be had with. You know what I mean? But he just wants us to live a life of freedom. And I feel like when you are fully free, that is, it has a connectivity with the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I just want to come on here and, and share this. I ask God, Father, give me what, you know, what you need the people to hear. What is it that you need to talk about? And so God has always, I feel like, has spoken to me, to my heart, to share these. Because these are the things that matter to me the most. Experiences, relationships. We have to have a relationship with people because that is our way. That's our stewardess. That's our servant. Our, that's us being a servant to God. I really hope that this helps someone out there to know that God is with them in their wilderness, to allow yourself to go through the wilderness wilderness, and just see the beauty of it coming on the other side. Just also know on Thursday, I am doing a live chat on how you truly to, you know, are to give your life to Christ. And it's a sticky topic. People don't like talking about it, but God put it in my heart because he know it's not that I don't care, but I'm going to speak his word. And this is my job and duty. Guess what? It's going to be spoken and you're going to hear from me. So I really hope that this encouraged and this has helped someone. And I hope you guys have a great day. Bye-bye.